This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Let me say this. If you didn't get to read the original version, you're, you, are in, you are in God's favor because here we are in the revised version. Right. Amen. Right. And the revised is much better. Amen. Right. Updated. There's stuff we know now we didn't know then. So it's a wonderful thing. Amen. You got in at just the right time and in just the right way. So... We're going to revisit Amos uh, chapter 9. We're going to start, though, in verse 11 and 12. uh, And we're going to read this. But also on that judgment day, I will restore David's house that has fallen to pieces. I'll repair the holes in the roof, replace the broken windows, fix it up like new. David's people will be strong again and seize what's left of enemy Edom, plus everyone else under my sovereign judgment, God's decree, he will do this. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. We give you praise and glory and honor for it. And we ask you to unveil it, to unfold it, and to reveal it to our hearts and our minds. In Jesus' name, give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts that will respond and be receptive. If you can agree, say amen. Now, notice God said that he will do this. Well, the this is outlined very specifically. He said, I will restore, I'll repair and replace, and I'll fix it up right now. We are, are right now in a work of God, and we're watching God work. We're seeing God fulfill his words by his works. Now, notice he said David's people here. Um, the, those would be the praisers. Amen. David was... A whole, he was wholehearted after God, but most of all, David was the master praiser. Amen. God gave him the middle of the book, uh, and it and and it is a book of praise and thanksgiving. It's how God wants to be loved and worshipped and adorned and appreciated. Amen. And he said, "This praise looks good on us." God, Notice that he, listen, all of the good stuff starts with praise. you got to learn to praise the Lord. The good thing is we can learn to praise the Lord. Amen. Well, that's not me. Yeah, you and I, it, you know, your personality may not be like my personality, but everybody can praise the Lord. Everybody should praise the Lord. And one day the Bible says everybody will praise the Lord by declaring Jesus is Lord. Amen. All right. Uh, and he said this, uh, that that as he restores and repairs and replaces and fixes up like new, it says also that David's people will be strong again. If you want to have, strong uh, is translated uh, many different, um, there are many different facets of the word strong, but we're only going to look at one powerful. Amen. David's people now. Praisers will be powerful people. Amen. Powerful people. If you want to be full of God's power, uh, you know, uh, then we need to decide to be a praiser. 
I said to be a praiser. Amen. Now, Psalms 29, verse 11, it says, The Lord will give strength unto His people. God makes His people strong and God gives His people peace. And we have peace through strength. Now, there are a lot of other scriptures uh, 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 here that go with this. We'll look into these as we go forward. I want to go a little bit further in this service um, and, um, and talk about the again, the again, strong, powerful again. You know, um, stuff happens in life, doesn't it? You know, the, the, the land that we live in, this promised land of God, is not flat like Egypt, where you pretty well can know what you're going to expect. What does the world expect? Pretty much more of the same. How's it going? Same old, same old. <laughs> I mean, you hear and say, same old, same old, you know. And most of it is in the negative sense. Most of it is is dealing with the curse, dealing with, you know. I mean, pretty much the world expects trouble and gets what it expects. And gets, and we're really not that surprised when we have even more trouble because that's the road that, that, you're, that we're on when we're in the world, in the dark, you know, you know before. Surprised when we stumble. We hope we don't, but you know, uh, stuff happens. All right, in the kingdom of God, uh, even stuff happens. You know, God didn't promise it to be the uh, the same. He said that this would be a land of hills and a land of valleys. He said there'll be ups and there will be downs. You know, the thing about it in uh, uh, you know. Uh, in the kingdom of God and with God is that God's watching over you. Is it is it you're with God and God is with you. And your ups will be more uppity. Amen. And even your downs will be better because it's better with God than without God. And maybe you know, even though that we have ups and downs uh, with God, that was a whole lot better than the same old, same old with the devil. It was all downhill. Is all downhill. Right. The devil's design is to take you to the bottom, blow a hole in it, and drop you into hell. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You, do, you don't go any lower than hell. Are you listening? How many of you know that with, with the devil, I mean, you got hell on earth? Not exactly the same, but you're miserable till you get to the real deal, see? But with God, this life, even with God, has its ups, and it has its downs. Amen. Let's not fool ourselves in that thing. You know, there's still a devil. Yes. If it was only God, to be up, 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 up. Amen. Hallelujah. But w- w- because there's a, a, a devil, stuff happens sometimes. It does. Amen. And we love it when we're on the mountain or on the hill. We're strong. We're strong. We are strong. Amen. But when stuff happens, there's some stuff. Now listen, trouble, and we get weary in the well doing, and we get weak in our faith. And we are you listening? And uh, nobody likes to be weak, do we? I said, you know, I don't. But you know, there's an interesting scripture in Second Corinthians, chapter twelve, verse nine. It says, "My grace is sufficient for you." For my strength is made perfect in weakness. 
Now, being strong again isn't in our own power. Remember, he said, my people shall be strong. David's people shall be strong again. All right? And and we're talking about God giving strength to his people, God making his people strong, because that's where it comes. But it says that it's in grace, and that his strength is made perfect in weakness. Let me read this to you, the Amplified Bible. I'm going to quote a couple of different scriptures here. It says uh, the the situation was that Paul, uh, you know, the context was is that is that he had he was flying high. Let me just paraphrase that. All right, I mean, God's speaking, He's moving, ministry's rocking and rolling. I mean, He's at the top of His game, and then all of a sudden, you know, it says that there was a uh, there was a messenger of Satan sent to buffet him. Now, God didn't send the messenger from Satan. The devil sent the messenger with the message. Not so fast, buddy. And, I, and he said what it was. It, it, you know, he didn't... There, I've heard him preach everything from, you know, the thorn in his flesh was... I, I mean, honestly, I've heard him preach it everywhere from pussy eyeballs, okay, to that he was crippled. You know, it, it was very plain what he said. He said this. He said, a messenger from Satan sent to buffet me. He said, and he said, it came on me daily, even the care of all of the churches. All right. He got weary down, weak. Are you listening? Because he, because he took on the care of all of the churches. He's in prison, you know, all this kind of... Uh, stuff, the ups and downs of his life. He can't get to all of them. He couldn't call them on the cell phone, couldn't send the text. He don't know how it's all been doing for years sometimes. All right? You know, but he said what the messenger was. He said, Were, have you ever been under a spirit of fear that took, that began to just run its course in your life and you're worrying and fretful and care? What? How's that feel after a while? I mean, your shoulders are stupid. That's right, bro. You, you get weary. Yes. Worry wearies yes. us. Yes. Some of you are tired out all the time. You know why? You're worrying. It's a messenger from Satan sent to... Anyhow, but going on here. When the Lord said, look, my grace is sufficient. He goes, it's not your ability to care for all the churches. I'm going to care for them. You, stand, you be in faith with me. Right. Amen? That's what he said. He's, but the Lord said to him, he said, I asked the Lord three times, get this off of me. God says, my strength, my grace, it's my strength. He said, you're weak in this, but I'm going to strengthen you. Amen. I'm going to give you grace, and you're going to be strengthened in this. And he said, he said, in your weakness is where my strength is made perfect. Let me read you some more scriptures here, and it's going to help unfold this. This is powerful. He says, but he said to me, my grace, my favor and loving kindness and mercy is enough for you, sufficient against any danger, and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. All the men say manfully. Say man up. Amen. For we don't have no wimps in the house, right? We we man up under anything because we have grace to be men. I'm going to stop preaching this a little while right here. I said we have man grace. Amen. Amen. We're not girly men. We're men men. 
Hallelujah. We have man grace. Sometimes I have to remind Sandy, I have man grace. So why you do that? I'm a man. Well, I don't like you like that. I want you to be calm and tame. Why don't you just wear, you know, this little pink shirt? I ain't wearing no pink shirt. Understand? <laughs> Hallelujah. This man don't like a pink shirt. If you want to wear one, it takes a strong man to wear a pink shirt. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not that strong. I prefer other colors. Huh? Oh, Lord. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens when you let your woman dress you. You're not helping me none here now, fellas. <laughs> Lord, your grace is sufficient. It's this woman you gave me. Now put pink on me, I didn't even know. Praise the Lord. <laughs> See, when you get a woman, guys, now God gave us grace to... to to have a woman. Amen. And that's what you've got to do when you still can be a man, have a woman. Amen. Lord knows it takes much of a man to have a woman like that. They'll dare to put pink on you and you don't even know it. <laughs> Manfully. Let's get back. I don't, I'm off in the ditch. For my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled and completed and show themselves what? Themselves as his his strength and power, most effective in your weakness. Now look at how Paul embraced. He says, therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities that the strength and power of Christ the Messiah may rest, yes, may pitch a tent over and dwell upon me. Amen. Now, so we don't like being weak, but Paul said, you know, you're gonna, when, you, when you're in God's will for your life and you're wa- attempting to walk in His way, which is, I mean, totally by faith, you're outside of, you're going to run, you're, listen, you're going to run up against your limitations and God's going to blow past them. And that's how He does. He brings you all the way up and you say, I can't do this. God says, yeah, but I can. And you trust in me. And you show that it's from me, not of you. Amen. Uh, that gets down to this thing. Amen. I can't clap my hands. Oh, yeah, you can. I can't dance. Oh, yeah, you can. I can't act a fool in front of you. Yeah, don't never say that now. Amen. I mean, you act a fool for the devil. Why not for God? Anyhow. All right. Let me read something else to you. This. Oh. Uh, powerful things. It says, my power is strongest when you are weak. That's one translation. It says, my power is greatest when you are weak. I like this one. This is out of the easy to read version. It says, my grace is all you need only when you are weak. Can everything be done completely by my power? Now that's powerful. Only when you are weak. Can everything be done completely by my power? No wonder Paul capped it off by saying, so, you know, uh, I know how to be up. I know how to be down. I know how to be strong. And I know how to get even stronger. You miss that. I know how to be strong. 
And I know how to get even stronger. Amen. Good stuff. Strong again. God knew we would need an again clause. God knew we needed an again clause. God knew that we wouldn't always be up. I also thank God that God provided we would not always be down. He said, my people will be strong again means, honey, if you lost it, you can find it. If you ain't, amen. If you ain't got it, you can, there's an again for it. Again, we've got to hurry because um, we're always running out of time. Someday we're going to run completely out of time and you'll never get out of church. Some of you need to go, even so come, Lord Jesus. Even so come, Lord Jesus. <laughs> but please, Jesus, please come by 12, 15, because I'm, I'm hungry. Amen. I'm with you. Now, Skeddy ain't far away. Is that prophet? Do you say Skeddy around here? Skeddy. Amen. Spaghetti ain't far away. Strong again. <clears throat> you get once more anew. That's what it means. It means once more anew. The root, again, means up to, toward, directly up to. But the, the, most, the best translation of, again, is once more anew. You know, and if, you've, uh, if you've played sports, if you've uh, uh, taken music lessons, if you have ever been in, under kind of any instruction or discipline, you know, at all, your instructor would go, again, please. Again. What they say? Once more. But usually between the last time and the new time is they'll give you some adjustment. And we're better for that. That's right. They'll go, okay, again, and, and try it this way. Do this instead. Aren't you glad in the again clause that we get to do better the next time. And the next time is His mercies are brand new every morning. Amen. Weeping over failing, over loss, over this or over that may endure for a night. But in the morning, again, anew, with new mercy. Adjusted. Lessons learned. Amen. Free from and ready for. Everybody say again. Man, God is so good. You know, we're here we are in a new 50-year uh, cycle of life. I'm 57 years old, so I had, I, you know, I get to do this again better this time you know but my prayer is say lord you know i know my weakness i showed what i could do the first time i've learned a lot of lessons 
in that. And I know, you know, I told the Lord, I said, I can't afford to fail again. The Lord said, oh, you'll fail again. (laughs) But it's okay. I'm right here like I was the last time. You know, but I'm not going to repeat the same thing. I've learned something. That's right. Amen. Uh, A new, everyone say a new. That's part of the definition of again. It means once more in a new manner or form. I don't do the same thing again. I'm going to do it once more, but differently this time. Having learned with the adjustment, when I know better, now I can do better. Amen. Isn't, listen, in, in this, this is... What a possibility word again. What a potential word. What a positive word again. The Lord just says it again. But I mess up again. But God, it won't again. But Lord, what if again, please. And again and again and again and again and again. Until you begin to get it right. Until it does work. Until it produces what God wanted it to do. Amen. Again and again and again and again. No matter it's not now if but only when. Huh? It's not if everything is going to be made right in my life. God's on the other side of that. He just says it's when. And when is attached to again. And again, and again, and again. Amen. Aren't you glad? David's people will be strong again. So like Paul, you know, maybe we're weary in the well-being. Maybe we feel like that we're still stuck in... We've hit the ceiling of our limitations. And we realize that we can't. God says, when you come to the end of yourself, look around. There there I am. Amen. So you can't do it, but I can. And I'm going to get you to agree with me, or I'm going to have to agree with you. If you say, I can't, God will never agree with you. But he asks us to agree with him. I can do all things through Christ who... Where does he strengthen me? In the I can't. Right in the middle of I can't. Amen. Aren't you glad that in the middle of I can't that God says, again, please, until you realize that you can do all things that I've asked you to do, that I've called you to do. Through Christ, the anointed one and his anointing, all things. And I'll never close that door. I'll never say that's the 152,698th time enough. God says, again. But God, it's been 165,000, whatever, I can't even remember my own number. 692 times that I fail. And God says, yeah. Know what won't work, but make a little adjustment, and I'm believing this time 
It will. Just one more time. You know, sometimes life is just getting up one more time. Trying again one more time. Amen. Being willing to stay with God. Don't quit. Hold on to His Word, His promise, and realize, boy, I'll tell you, I don't know how many times I've had to invoke the again clause. Then times I say, God, I cannot do this again. And God says, well, You get ready, okay? I understand today you don't feel that you can, you know? But I'm going to get you to the place where you will. Because we got to do this. You can walk through this. You can go through this. Amen? You can move beyond this. In my strength, not your own. Strong again. Another, uh, it means to try again anew. Often, it means often and repeatedly. Why would that be in there? Until we win. Often and repeatedly. We just do it again. Go at it again. Believe again. Say it again. Forgive again. Start over again. Until we win. Until we win. One more and then we'll be finished. Strong again and anew. Strong means twice as much. The same as much again. There's a, the context of this is twice as much. God did that. And again, twice as much. Amen. You know, the end of things for you and I, any trouble that you're going through, when you win, it's double for your trouble. Oh, twice as much. Amen. Amen. The thing that is, is the devil's so stupid that in your attack, and he won't attack you where you're strong, he'll attack you where you're weak. We're, we're all, listen, we all have weaknesses predisposition thing. We all have low spots in the wall where the Word has not built us up to where we're winning in that area. Amen? But God's in for the whole thing. He's in for the all of our life, our whole, our, our, our whole life. Amen? Uh, so the devil will attack us, not when we're strong or where we're strong, but when we're weak, where we're weak. But does God have grace for that? Do we have grace from God? We have again grace there, don't we? Amen. But I thank that I thank God that here's another provision uh, of that word again is twice as much. See what the devil doesn't realize is that when God gets done, God has His will and His way. That in that weakness, the devil's going to never wish that that he attacked you there because the Bible says in the great chapter of faith. It says, by faith and through faith, their weaknesses were turned to strength. Wow. Wow. And here we are wallowing down here, 
wallowing around in weakness and the negativity and realizing what God has said about weakness is totally different than the lie the devil's been telling you about that weakness. Amen. He's condemning you and God's saying, that's exactly how I'm going to deliver you because in that weakness, I'm the strength you need. My grace is what you need. And my grace in that trouble is when I get done with you, you're going to have twice. Double for your trouble. What does that mean? Twice as strong. See, because other people, they didn't have to work at it. But you had to work. That's right. You had to right. exercise That's faith. Right. You have, you're yeah, there by Lord. faith. They're just there yeah. naturally, but you're there by yeah. faith. Yes, Lord. Are you listening? Yeah. Or you know what I'm talking about. Some folks, arithmetic is easy to, for them. Other folks had to really work at it. Yeah. Amen. But the one that really had to work at it is probably stronger in it. Quit taking easy street and everything. Well, that's not my gift. Honey, you're gifted to overcome. You're gifted to succeed. You are gifted to glorify God. You are gifted, are you listening? By grace to show out and uh, powerfully to be strong. You don't want to be strong in your own stuff. Tiger Woods is strong in his own stuff. Are you listening? He could play golf like anything. He could not keep himself together in the personal side. And that, are you listening? And, and listen, and that made everything, that wiped all the rest of it out. Are you hearing? One thing, he's just naturally gifted by God. The fella found out what he's good at. But you cannot control your character and conduct apart from the character and conduct of God, how he says to do it. Amen. I'm not no dig on him. I'm just saying, listen, you know, it takes God's strength. You wonder how come people, they're, they're naturally gifted and they exploit that to the highest de- degree and they're successful in this, but a complete failure over here. And most time, you know, if it, if it has to do with, you know, who you really are, your talent and gift is, it was a gift. It's a talent given to you. Amen. But character, are you listening, that controls conduct is something that you and God had to work That's on. Right. To work at being honest. Mm-hmm. To work at being faithful to your wife. Yes, sir. Your wife being faithful to her. You have to work at right. Amen. Right. You have to work at being like Jesus. Yes, it doesn't right. come naturally. It's right. not just giving you God just when you got born again, everything is like Jesus. Right, no, you've got to grow up. And you got to learn lessons. And you got to be high, and then you're going to be low. You're going to be strong, and then you're going to be weak. you got to learn how limited you are, but how unlimited you are in God. Hallelujah. All right, Pastor Ron's going to come. We're going to do some little bit more church and get you out of here a halfway decent hour. Amen. I'm not sure whether I'm time, overtime. Probably overtime. I usually am. But glory to God. Like I said, someday I'm going to be the first one in line when God goes like this. You don't have those anymore, but it used to be in the old days they, they had a shade. And you'd pull it down and let it go and it'd go, amen. So someday he's just going to go like this to the sky and the sun and the moon and the stars. And all God's going to go and it's just going to roll up. Amen. And he goes, and time shall be no more. And then he go, Bruce, come here. You get the first thousand years. 
Just preach on, brother. Just say, tell them whatever you want to say. say For real, God? They ain't, listen, Jesus is going, they ain't going nowhere. Because the only other place to go. <laughs> Amen. And they don't want nothing to do with that. So preach on, brother. Preach on. Amen. And I'm going to start preaching about enduring long. Endurance. Amen. Stay with it till you get there. Well, if you're here today, listen. I really don't want this to be a routine or religious thing. If you have not asked Jesus into your heart. And what does that mean? It means accepting His offer of salvation, which is, salvation is, is the end work of that is soundness, completeness, wholeness. All right. But there's a little catch in there. It, 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 it is confessing Him as Lord. And confessing Him as Lord, not just receiving Him as Savior, but confessing Him as Lord means, now I'm going to follow you. You're going to lead me. You're the leader. I'm the follower. You're the master. I'm your love slave. Amen. It's your way now. Not mine, but your way. It's your will and your way. If you've never accepted Jesus on those terms, I want to invite you to do that today. Life over here with Him cannot compare to life without Him. There's not one thing in the world that compares to this Jesus and the life that He has for you in the kingdom. So I want to invite you. We're going to pray a short prayer. And I want to invite you. You've never... It's a personal thing. You have to come to grips and to terms in your own life. Where are you with God? Just like Adam and Eve. He said, Adam, where are you? You know, because God said that, there was a revealing of you know, you need to see where you really are with God. Are you running from Him? Are you hiding from Him? Are you afraid of Him? Let's change that today. Let's run to Him. Let's, let's embrace Him. Amen. Let's let Him hug and love you right on into the kingdom of God. Dear Jesus, I'm done running. I'm not going to hide. I say, here I am. And if you'll have me, I'm yours. And I thank you that you will have me. That you have forgiven me. And that you, and that you wash my sins away. Give me a new heart and new life today. And I'll follow you every day of my life. From now on, forever. And if you meant that, then Jesus did what he promised to do. Amen. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, before you got done with that prayer, he changed you from the inside out. And that's where it happens. That is from the inside out. Now, now I'm God's and God is mine. Amen. Hallelujah. For the rest, and there'll be people up here. Now listen that will pray with you. And I want you to come up here and, and, and uh, tell them, I gave my heart to the Lord. I come back to the Lord today. I have decided to follow Jesus. And they'll, they won't condemn you. They won't ask you a bunch of questions. They'll just celebrate with you and agree with you and help you in your next steps where that is concerned.
and we celebrate with you. Now, for the rest of us, I mean, I hope that uh, I hope that we got you unstuck uh, out of any place that you were uh, that you were stuck in. See, we're in and again with God. Amen. We really are. There are evidences of that all around. There are evidences that in the church, amen, once again, the church is an awakening to God, to His will and to His way, awakening to what He wants of us. I believe that that has been evidenced uh, even in uh, America right now. We have a change in America. Now listen, i tell you what I told everybody on Wednesday night. For eight years, we have prayed for President Obama and First Lady Michelle and for all of the cabinet and all of the Senate and all the Congress, we have prayed for them. And now, for the next four years, we're going to pray for President-elect Trump and for his family, uh, like we prayed for the girls, uh, for Michelle and Obama's uh, girls. Uh, we're family, guys. We're in this together. Amen? You know, we, didn't, we don't elect kings. They come and they go. We have one king, Jesus. Amen. God set it up so. Amen. And we're going to pray like we've prayed. Amen. But the church is going to determine whether good things happen or good things don't. Amen. And that's the truth, you know. We don't look to men. They're imperfect. But we look to God and we have change. You know, let's give all, let's give change a chance. Amen. Are you listening? See, you know, you don't want to judge anything before it's time. It's a different day, different new beginning. So let's give change a chance. Amen. And the best chance we can do that is do what we did the first, in the last eight years. And then, you know, eight years before that, we pray. We pray. Amen. We look to God, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. But, you know, we're not worse off for anything that takes place. Here we are. I still got my faith in God. How about you? I still more, no, I have more of God than I've ever had. How about you? That was a personal decision. Irregardless, uh, the government didn't have to tell me one way or the other whether I was going to have more or less. Amen. I made the choice on my own. So, uh, uh, How can two people walk together except they agree? Amen. Now, I'm not walking with the world, but I'm walking with Christian brothers and sisters. We're the church. We're following God. And we're commanded to pray for leadership. For the mayor, for the city council, for the school board. Amen. Husbands, you're supposed to be praying for your wife. And wives, you need to be praying for your husbands. Well, I thought the Bible said that the husband's supposed to lead the wife. Now you're talking. Amen. Are you listening? But you also need to understand, you know, when, when, when people got married around us, we were farmers, so we got a bull ring, you know, for a young bull like that, and we would give them that ring at the bachelor party. And it wasn't one that tomorrow you're going to get one goes on your finger, but the real one goes in your nose, and she leads you around like that. <laughs> That's what that means. I mean, some of you missed it. But anyhow, it's all in good fun. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You let me lead, don't you? And if I get in trouble, then you take over, don't you? Amen. It works good, don't it? Sometimes I get tired. I let her drive. I never sleep. 
Because her driving makes me nervous. But I have to let her drive every once in a while. Amen. Praise the Lord. It works. It works. I said it works. Amen. I love you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I'm excited about the days that we're in for the church and the church's role in the days that are uh, that are ahead. Amen. And if that, listen, uh, you know, everything don't always work out like everybody wants it to work out. Amen. But it works out. Okay. And so we do the best we can with what we all have to work with where that's concerned. Amen. But for the church, we work things differently than the world. Our trust is not in people. Our trust is in God. We follow Jesus, and we follow people as they follow the Lord. And if they don't, you know, uh, uh, when we pray for our leaders, what's our first prayer? Is that they'll follow God? Is that they'll know God? Is that they'll give their lives and hearts to God so they can follow God? And they'll rule wisely. Amen. And they'll look to God where that is concerned. Amen. What they do with that is their own business. We're not responsible for that, but we're to pray that opportunity over them. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, don't you judge President Obama or President-elect Trump or any president. That's not your part. You judge you. Are you doing your part? Amen. And don't you judge me if I voted this way or that way. That's none of your concern. Amen. How did you do? That's your own thing. We talked a couple weeks about that. Amen. Are you listening? Are we supposed to judge one another? Who are we supposed to judge? Ourselves. Amen. Are you in a good place? Are you in the best time of your life? You know God chose this time and he chose you to be in it and you're in the kingdom for such a time as this. How about some better day? Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.